previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. I perform, I make theatre and stuff, and I've been bankrolling that as being a stripper for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. And I've also most recently started life modelling, which is also a naked thing. And I did a show about stripping in which I was on stage naked. So I've been naked in front of many people for all number of time and in all different contexts. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. It's a bit like Indiana Jones, but with a lot more whips. My name is Bibi Lynch, at Bibi Lynch on Twitter. And I'm Miranda Kane, and you can find me at Miranda underscore Kane on said Twitter. Coming up, we're chatting to Athena May. So my name's Athena May, and I am a sex and body positivity activist. Miranda, mm-hmm. how do you know today's guest? Well, uh, Athena and I recently took part in a documentary. What? I know, for BBC Shoplifters <laughs> of South London. Uh, how do you know? You saw the CCTV. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a documentary for BBC Three, uh, basically about fat sex and fat love and, and bigger people finding, finding love and relationships. Do you know what I want to say about that? Mm. Isn't it extraordinary to you that it needs a documentary? Absolutely, absolutely. And I get so many requests because of the like events that I run, which are about body positivity and about plus-size people. Uh, I get so many requests from documentary crews every week and they sound just as patronising as each other, <laughs> going, oh, my God, we want to write a documentary about fat people finding love. And I'm like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. Say please, at least yeah. throw some manners in. Um, do you think Athena's going to have much to say about this? <laughs> if I know Athena, yes. <laughs> Good sex is Randy Crawford, bad sex is Michael Crawford. Good sex is Weekend Benders, bad sex is Barry from EastEnders. Good sex will knock you bandy, bad sex will leave you Randy. I've been described as the fat sex goddess. <laughs> now, hang on. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, contention for this kind of crown here. Uh-huh. Uh, because uh, let me just tell everyone who doesn't already know is that I'm also a plus size lady and you're plus size. Fat, we're both fat. That's how oh, we fat? put it. I know. People don't. It's like, it's, it's like, because sometimes people say, oh, you're so fat. It's like, wow, did I, did I not know that when I woke up in the morning? Yeah, yeah. Because so like, clearly. People will say that to you. God, oh, you're yeah. so fat. It's like, no, really? Really? Because when I woke up this morning, I was size six. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Oh my god, because like like a couple of months ago, I was leaving the house at a ridiculously early time in the morning, like four a.m. And I was all I did was walk over the road. And this guy stopped at the traffic lights. He actually stopped at the traffic lights for a second. That's what really got me. Went, oh my God, you're so fat, fat cow. And actually moved. I went, oh. And I looked and said, what? Because it was just like, it's four o'clock in the morning. I hadn't had coffee yet. I wasn't, no. I wasn't awake. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. And he's like, what did you do to become so fat? <gasps> <laughs> and I said, what did you do to become such a um, I'm, I'm mouthing a very rude word there. And, and then he called me something very rude that began with a C. So I pushed him off his motorbike. Good, um, there you go. <laughs> That's what happens when you can become so fat, you push someone you push off their fucking off the motorbike. motorbike. And it's kind of like my, my new thing is, I'm going to sit on you. Yeah. I am actually just going to sit on you and squash you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're always saying that I'm going to squish you because yeah. you're so frightened of me. Well, you know what? I'm going to sit on you and I will squish you. Well, maybe that's a perfect place to start. I think that's it? a beautiful segue <laughs> yeah, beautiful into segue. the sex. <laughs> 
let's just get this first myth out of the way. Uh, fat girls going on top. Tell me about that. <laughs> fat girls going on top. So this is this is this is the, it's one of the things that actually drives me nuts. And I know I have a lot of friends. I was discussing this only a couple of days ago, I think, mm-hmm. wasn't I? Yeah. Um, and I was and I was talking about this. And you know, I I came to realise that there's a lot of women and men who are plus size who are actually really really worried about going on top. Mm. And we're not talking about muscular men because I'll get to that little nice little contraindication in a moment. Um, but we're talking about fat women or fat men going on top of their partner and fucking and having sex and having a great time. And there's there's this kind of like, oh, my God, am I going to squash my partner? And especially if you have a partner of a different size. I mean, I my partner, I mean, you, you've met you've met my partner, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. Um, he's tiny, bless him, like a 32-inch waist, the bitch. And he <laughs> barely comes up to my boobs. Great, great, great height. Seriously, great height. <laughs> handy. It's very handy height. <laughs> and he barely comes up to my boobs, doesn't he? And he's tiny. He, he's like the epitome of like, you look at us together, it's like little and large. It is the most hilarious kind of like, mind fuck I fuck for people mm. and it does appear to be that's the thing that really makes me laugh it does appear to be a real mind fuck for them like how would a, a very very slender fragile person be interested in like dating someone like me I love going on top yeah he loves it when I'm on top am I gonna squish him am I hell no of course I'm not what well, the thing is people seem to think that a, a fat person going on top of a thin person is going to squash, squash them but what they don't then think about is what about the 300 pound bloody rugby players who are of sheer bloody muscle going on top of a size zero model mm. you're not worried about her being crushed That's are you true. I'm worried about different yeah. things for you're her. not <laughs> well there is that yes um but we're not worried as a society about the heavy muscular dude going on top of a tiny little woman, are we? No, we're only concerned about the fat woman or the fat man going on top of a slim partner. So it's the prejudice that kind of spawns people able to stop you outside your house and a car roll down the window and abuse you. Exactly, and it's kind of like... No, it's the you know? societal thing that sort of says it's okay to and bully you, fat girls. Exactly, and, and you people. get this all this this bliss thing, and it's just kind of like. You, you see kind of like, oh, I saw this on CNN, so it must be true. Really? Yeah. I, I will eye roll that until all the live long days have gone. Because it, it's just the biggest load of rubbish. Of course you're not going to squish someone and knock them unconscious with your fat... Well, actually, with your fabulousness, you might, but not with your fat. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know? started doing these body positivity classes... Yes, absolutely. ...with... Uh, I think you did one with Shush. It was in a documentary yes, recently. Yes, it's, it's, it's been, been a documentary with BBC Friends O Show, Shush. Yes, Friends mm, of the Show. I love Shush. Shush are amazing. And so what kind of things are you going to be teaching in your classes? So I, I'm hoping to, to teach more... Look, people just... I don't I don't really care how people look. Mm-hmm. People have a body. That's a great thing. You have a body and it works. And body positivity is all about different bodies of different and sizes. And it works in different... Each body different works in different ways. Some people have bodies that don't work in one way, but they have bodies that work in another way. Mm. And it's just about accepting your body. And one of the things I love talking to people about is how they perceive themselves mm. and I've got so many friends who ha, who can't even look at their body in a mirror today mm. they can't look at their body in a mirror because they are so downtrodden about how they feel they've had too many people shout at them on buses they've had too many people shout at them in public they've had too many partners or family members say should you eat that bit of cake oh the answer to that by the way is yes I should and yours yeah. and yours yeah. give it to me you know but it's kind of like this this whole societal 
pressure. It's like, oh, well, if you're if you're fat and happy, you're glorifying obesity. Let, we'll do that one at another time, shall we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, what, you, I, what do you say to so people to help them? I get think one. I think one of the one of the best one of the best things in the in the in the classes that I teach is to actually have people stood in front of a mirror naked by their their home at night. And I want to, and actually this is a really really good practice tip for all people. Mm. Get a full length mirror and stand in front of it naked for a month. Not like all in one go, because you know that would be what to do, mate. You've got nothing to do. No, that's what true. do you do? That's true. I did that once in two thousand and eight. Great month. <laughs> but look at yourself for five minutes every single day, yeah. naked in a mirror, okay. and poke your fat bits. Okay. Poke them literally. I can't like I'm doing now. Poke your fat bits. Yeah. And see how your body moves. Feel how your body feels. Look at what your skin does when you move it. And then for another five minutes. Get out something out of your wardrobe that you don't wear yeah. because, oh, it's too dressy or it's too this or it's too that. And spend that another five minutes. You can do it in two separate Do it five minutes in the morning to five minutes in the evening. Just put on something and look at what it makes you feel about yourself. Don't concentrate on, oh, the fabric is pulling tight here. No, look at the shape you are. Yeah. Look at the way your skin texture looks with, with it. Look at the way your body moves. Look at the way your muscles curve. Look at, I mean, if, I mean us fat girls with a visible belly outline, love a bit of VBO. That's a visible belly outline again. I love a bit of that. You know, love, love your body. You can't, how can you expect someone to appreciate and love you? Well, what was your own, if, if, if you don't love yourself? It's not even report, that. It's not say. even like, you know, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect someone else? It's just like, if you can't accept your body. Yeah. And just, it's not a case of just saying, oh, well, I give up. I'm just going to remain this unhappy person. No, why do you want to do that to yourself? But this is good advice for any size. This is yeah. good advice for this is the point. For it's for any size. It doesn't happen. I do not know. Due, due to these pressures that we have in media, we, we see... Size zero models. We saw. We we see models. I mean, even even people like Ashley Graham, God love her. Um, you know, she is the typical thin fat bird, isn't she? She's mm. all hips and tits and a flat stomach, with a few little rolls here and there, and that's being class as plus size. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> It's going in the right direction. Let's not let's not negate that it's going in the right direction, but we're still having to push so hard. I mean, how many real plus size? And when I say real plus size, I mean people over a size 22, yeah. UK size 22, can you think of who who are in the media who well, I was just about to say this. Yeah. Do you think that fat sex is like just keep it like I know that we're I going on a lot completely, of like, I think it's completely ignored. Yeah. Like, I think it's completely ignored. The sexual side. The actual sexual side. How, how, because there's this whole, again, this societal thing that says that fat bodies can't be sexualized. Mm -hmm. how, how dare we love our bodies? How dare we be sexual with ourselves? You know? And it's kind of like, well, at what point did the human body become less worthy just because you have fat. So what made you start this journey both in yourself because, to go, well, when did you sort of say, of things. So oh, why, I'm, I'm, because I am be sexy is, at any size? Because, see, the thing is as well, you two are both super bright and super funny <laughs> and gorgeous. So I, so how, but, but do you know what I mean? It's like, it's... It's good advice, but that's hard advice to take it, in. Yes, it is. That's it's hard. And take on yeah. board. It's so hard. And that's why I say give it a month. I truly believe that if you give me an hour with absolutely anyone on this planet, mm. I will make them feel good about their body. 
How would you start that? How do you start? How do I you want start to talk to them about how they feel. I mean, to give to give you a background, and this could be anyone. Like I said, like because this this whole our whole episode is going to be is sex at any size. So yeah. I just want to let everyone know that we are talking about whether you're a size zero and you feel self conscious, or, or a, size, you're a size. I mean, and I won't, I won't stop at size thirty two. No. Like the size thirty two thing really annoys me because it's like most people seem to think that size that clothing stops at size. Does it? Does it help? <laughs> on to the sex. On to, on to sex. <laughs> it's kind of like so. I I have a background of being abused. I have a background of eating disorders. I have a background of so many things that people would throw their hands up in absolute horror. Mm. And it's only when I got to around 15 years of age and I suddenly looked at myself in the mirror and I was just kind of like, I hate myself. Mm. And at 15, I was riding seven horses a day. I had horses. I rode, I danced, I swam, I jogged, I cycled, and I was, I was, I was fit. You know, I mean, I've had an, I had an accident in two thousand and nine, and you know, other things, but I was super fit. Mm. I was nearly six foot. I've dropped a couple of inches since then because of the accident, because my spine's compressed. Um, I was a size sixteen to eighteen, and I was pure muscle, and I loathed myself. Mm. I, I, I look back at pictures, and I loathed myself but my god was I stunning yeah. I had legs up to my armpits I had tits out here but I was constantly being told I was too fat yeah because I was wearing a size 16 to 18 I, I said to people at school I wore a size 18 oh my god someone actually went out and got a pair of knickers what? from no seriously they got a size it was a pair of size 32 knickers the biggest pants they could find uh. and pinned them up in the bathroom and put Athena's knickers yeah but this is what you're fighting but, against. So it's not just idiots, and everyone's an idiot except for us four at this table. Happened? Everyone's an idiot. <laughs> um, but it's media, it's, it's societal pressure, it's absolutely everything. And, and, and like you well. say, anyone at any size. So if you're feeling it's like, yeah, carry on what you're saying, because I've just thought something I want to say about this, but go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on, go on. <laughs> and it's kind of like this whole perception of loathing your body at such a young age. And then, and then I had my accident, as I said, in 2009. I got hit by a lorry, because if you're going to do something, you must do it properly. Yeah, um, and I nearly died, and I was very, very poorly. And I put on 10 stone in about three months because of all the steroids. Yeah. And that's a huge amount of weight to put on eh, over the space of three, four months. Yeah. And I went from a fairly chunky but muscular size 16 to 18 up to a size 32. Yeah. And I thought my life was over. Genuinely, not just because I was, you know, struggling to walk and things like that and, you know, in a wheelchair and everything else like that, but also because I just saw my body changing in front of my eyes mm. and... It just suddenly hit me. No one is ever going to want me again. And I was just absolutely devastated. Until, until I picked up my whip. Okay. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I didn't now see that coming. I didn't see steps. that coming. <laughs> <laughs> until I picked up my whip again. Okay. And I've been in hospital for a long time, so I hadn't picked up my whip for a while. And watching how that piece of nylon moved just triggered something in my brain and I don't know what it was right I mean and I've been into BDSM long 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 before this I mean I've been into BDSM since well yeah yeah 20, been, <laughs> 20 years 20 years um and watching this piece of nylon that's paracorded and I watch it move and I was like what does that remind me of 
And it reminds me of my fat bingo wing arm. Okay. And the way it wobbles and the way it moves. Just the sinuous flick of it. Yeah. And I started seeing my body in a completely different way. I started admiring the veins on my arms. I started admiring the curve of my stomach. I started admiring the way my butt bounced when I walked. Yeah, I <laughs> I started this. watching the way my tits jiggled in the mirror when I went like that. Yeah, stop yeah. doing that. And stop they jiggle. It. Stop doing it. <laughs> and they jiggle. My word, they jiggle. And I started looking at anatomy. Yeah. And I started thinking, holy crap, I'm about... Look at what my body can do. My body has survived being hit by a fucking lorry, yeah. dude. But do you think that's where you came to that, though? Because you had because when you get to the stage where actually it's working, yeah, that's what you're appreciating first. My and body then you see the works, and it works in a slightly dodgy way at times. Yeah, but it works. So how does it come back to this whole sort of being able to have sex at any size for you? Then? Because at where what, did that where when? Did, Having sex is, a, is, is, is described on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Mm. So we know that sex is something we need. We need sex. We need companionship. Um, it just suddenly occurred to me, at what point did a body become worthy or not? Yeah. At what point did somebody sit down and decide that people who have fat on their bodies are less worthy than people who don't mm. have more fat on their bodies? At what point did we decide that a body equals worth? And that's what we have in society. We have people attributing worth to bodies. And actually, no, 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 we will not have that shit any longer. Yeah. I refuse to put up with that. So what are your, What do you do? What's the Athena May way? The Athena May way is to love yourself. Okay. And to follow, I mean, because I, I, I have people tell me that I'm glorifying obesity, you know, the usual kind of crap. And oh, I'm encouraging people to be unhealthy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm... What is I'm, your answer to I, that? And yeah. I want people to, in fact, you know that, to make myself feel less crap, apparently. <laughs> because, yeah, Okay. <laughs> I want people just to be happy with themselves and not have to. I mean, we have enough stress in this life. We have, we have this constant kind of like stream of must go to work, must pay the bills, must do this. And we're living in a society where it's becoming harder and harder and harder just to do the, the essentials, you know? Yeah. So why add in the stress of not loving your body and, having, and not having great sex because you're afraid of your body? So what why we, add that stress in? What would be your top tips for that? Well, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get. You're trying to, like to get the, to an actual the practicality tip. The practicality of, is yeah, see, see to picture yourself mm. as how you want to be pictured. Yeah, and then hold that picture in your head because that is what you are. Seriously, I don't care how you picture yourself, whether you picture yourself as a dragon, whether you picture yourself as a princess, whether you picture yourself as a five-year-old in a pretty little tutu, because that <laughs> is what you want to be. I know, because I, I love wearing tutus, don't oh. you? And it's just kind of like, picture yourself how you feel, picture yourself as to how you want to be, yeah. and just embody that. Yeah. And I say just, I know it's a very, very difficult process, but there are so many tricks and tips, like looking at yourself in the mirror and actually asking, does that, does that person actually have my best interest at heart when they're saying, um, should you be eating that? Yeah. And it's like, no, they are just trying, they, <laughs> they may think that they're concerned for your health, they're not. <clears throat> okay, and they're not. A lot of the time they're concerned about their own They're concerned being. about their own being and they're concerned about how it looks for them and how it looks. And it's, it's, there's, there's a whole kind of dichotomy about um, pride, about, about actually looking down on people as well. It is, it is 
at its at its core an innate form of bullying. Can I be crass? Go on then. Mm. <sighs> Thank I you. love it when people <laughs> are crass. Sex bags, sex Ooh, biscuits. Yeah. Well, cakes, but hey. I know. Jaffa cakes. Oh. Jaffa cakes. The athlete's choice. Yum it. Um, you, when you came in, you gave us a really good stat about orgasms. A fabulous statistic from Weight Watchers of all people, which wow. is which is hilarious. Which shows that around, I think it's around eighty-five percent of fat women. I mean, doesn't actually specify like the the, the, the fatness. So we could be talking women over a size sixteen or over. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Orgasm during sex. Come again? <laughs> hey! Well, I, I, As see, opposed to yes. 73% of average size women. <sighs> Fat women have better sex. <laughs> Can I just say, as Weight Watchers go, that's a really ridiculous bar- marketing. Yeah, I, I think that's why Weight Watchers never actually like publish that that's particular true. piece of research. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's something to do with like, because we've got this fallacy that sex helps you lose weight or, you know, so maybe they're trying to get yeah, you to... I'm, I'm doing yeah. something wrong then, clearly. The pizza I mean, after. Um, what are some good positions then? If you're talking about saying that there, there's an issue with, you know, people have some kind of weird nonsense not not liking on or thinking that fat people can't go on top. Oh, do a bit of doggy, love. Okay. What else <laughs> should I do? Do a bit of doggy. Oh, do a bit doggy. But you know what actually is a really, really good tip for having sex i mean especially if you have people of different sizes mm. but if you have people who are of similar size you've got two fat bodies together sometimes you might need to do things in a little bit of a different way oh, so pillows mm-hmm. we're not just talking like bed pillows but there are some fabulous sex pillows that you can get and there's a fabulous one that's like a wedge shape okay stick that so stick the fat end of the wedge under your hips where it comes together? The, no, no, no. Oh, the fat, the fat end, end of the wedge. wedge. I'm thinking of a V. I'm thinking of no. <laughs> like a pillow a banana had for her back. <laughs> no. She said it was for her back. <laughs> yeah, she did. Oh, Naughty Nana. Awful Nana. <laughs> <laughs> but, so the fat end of the wedge, stick that under your hips and it lifts your pelvis upwards. Oh. And I, I can testify that that gives you amazing access for, for oral sex. <laughs> like, both ladies and gentlemen on that one, trust me on this. It gives you fantastic opportunity for oral. And also, if you lean over yeah. um, a wedge-shaped cushion, if you have a tummy on you, if you have a tummy that's... If you, if you have your VBO and you're lying over a wedge-shaped cushion, it actually gives you a bit of stability. And... Therefore, if you are using a strap on, if you're, or if your partner has a penis, yeah. you know, slam it in, darling. You can <laughs> slam it in because there's something that's got some real kind of like weight and gravity behind it to actually like, well, not gravity, but you know what I mean? Some force to actually hold you in place. Yeah. And you're not slipping and sliding all over the place. And the great thing about it is if you have a fat ass... Lots, lots of flesh to grab onto. You can pull people on harder. <laughs> Always good. Reverse cowgirl. That's one of my favourites. Yeah. So reverse cowgirl, if you're actually sat... On someone around the back, and they can like reach up. I mean, actually having someone caress your fat ass as you are sat on their penis is actually really good fun. And Believe it or not. And I was going to say, like, there are certain things, like, it doesn't matter what size you are, but there are certain things that you can use to your advantage. Oh, absolutely. And, like, we were saying earlier, like, squashing, there's a fetish called squashing. Oh, there is such a fetish for squashing. Sit on you, <laughs> and it's, it's all... Tell me what squashing is. It's basically squashing. You just sit on them. Sit on them. On, on their face? On, a, on their on face, any part. on their stomach. On... Yeah. Look, if I'm, if I'm being totally honest, the only way you can really harm someone if you are fat is if you are putting massively great big cloppy high heels on and stamping on their ribcage. How many times have you done that? Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> we can't talk about it much because of the court, <laughs> the court case coming up. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks very much to Athena May and check her out on Facebook. So, BP, did you learn anything new from Athena? Well, that people are hideous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they never cease to disappoint. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I, and what I thought was great is that all the advice can be used for any size. Mm. Um, and I really loved how she was... When she said about the whip and then it, the movement of it, like the undulating movement, reminded her of her arm. I'm just like, actually, you know what? There is beauty in everything. And yeah. I think it is um, that hoary old cliche, but it's, you know, you love yourself. Yeah. You have to be comfortable with yourself. And and do people, other people ever have the perception of you that you have? No. Yeah. And I think that that is exactly the same for anyone, for, for any size, male and female. And I think there's a lot... A lot that anyone could could learn from that. She had lots to say. Yeah. <laughs> we were worried. Yeah. <laughs> she had loads. My name is Bibi Lim. And I'm Miranda Kane. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for Metro.co.uk. Check us out on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with three X's at the end. And we'll see you in seven days and seven nights. Bye.